It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gut. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. WCW Retro, great to be here with you guys, man. Oh, man, happy birthday to my brother and Hall of Famer, the legendary Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Vibe, man. Uh, a lot of great memories with Jimmy Vibe. All, all the best, brother. Love you, man. Uh, great to be here with you guys. Oh, we, what a show we got for you tonight. I'm so excited. Uh, goodness, we have the special interview coming up with the man of the hour, 
Dr. John Stamey of ScaryCast and Murder 123. Really excited to get to interview Dr. John and uh, his many stories and experiences. It's going to be a lot of fun. Then later on, if that's not enough, that's not all, as they say. We have a, a possible special auction, wrestling auction, from Brian Vaughn of WSC Lounge. He's going to be, I think, auctioning off some wrestling action figures right here for you callers here from WCW Retro. So that should be pretty cool. First time ever auction <laughs> right here at WCW Retro. Should be interesting. So looking forward to a great show tonight, you guys, man. Uh, lots to talk about tonight. And before we get to the callers, in which, uh, or as a reminder, you can call anytime on this live podcast at WCW Retro at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. And we'll get to you guys right after the interview with Dr. John Stanley later on. It's going to be really exciting. Um, before we get to all that special plugs and announcements, shout out to my friends at Lost in the Funhouse podcast, Greg Bow, Blondie, and Antler Hill. Get them some love on YouTube. Type in Lost in the Funhouse cast on YouTube. I star as the chief. Your truly Papa Stro stars the chief in the Dust series on the Veil TV, which you can reach through availfilms.com. That's A D A I L films.com, all together, no space. And they're syndicated to Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire TV. So uh, check out all three seasons of the Dust series for sure. Uh, also, uh, shout out to my friends at IHW, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling in the Maritimes area in Canada. And for more info on what they're up to, go to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. Once again, facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. My friends at the Cauliflower Alley Club, give them some love. Cauliflowerallyclub.org, all together. Cauliflowerallyclub.org. Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com. Fishing with Special Friends, fishingwithspecialfriends.com. And check out all the great podcasts and programming we have right here on DOCNation.com. In the Room and Shelly Martinez podcast every Tuesday night. Shelly Martinez at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And In the Room with Brady Hicks, Kathy Fitzpatrick, Matt Grimm, yours truly, Papa Stroh, and Derek McDonald. Interview special guests and take calls from all over. Great highlight of the week right there in the room every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out Wrestling with History with Bruce Wirt and Ken Resnick. And, of course, Thursdays, WCW Retro right here at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on abusenation.com. Plus all the other great abusenation.com programming we got right here. We got so many great uh, programs and podcasts for you guys to enjoy. And don't forget to support us, WCW Retro and VOC Nation, on ProWrestlingTees.com, directly at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation, all together. And buy your VOC Nation shirts today and WCW Retro shirts. <laughs> and we got more shirts to come. And the proceeds to help the network so you guys get all the free programming you want right here on VOCNation.com. So we love you guys and thank you guys so much for your support. So support us in return. Give us show us some love. ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOCNation. And uh, 
For the latest on TV, wrestling, film, and merchandise, go to my official website, thestore.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. Click on appropriate links for each. My direct URL to my merchandise page is thestore.com slash strohmerchandise.html. Uh, I have merchandise for all ages, including pets, so show some love. Team Stro Worldwide represent. Facebook at Stro the Maestro. Twitter at Sign the Stro. Instagram at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. At youtube.com slash Maestro. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash realpapastro. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation, uh, buy me a cup of coffee, give me a tip, etc. Uh, those that have donated, I thank you for it. You guys are awesome. You're amazing. But if you'd like to donate, donate to my PayPal. PayPal.me slash papastro. That's paypal.m as a Mary, E as an eat, slash papastro. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode of WCW Retro, hit me up. Email me, strofoy at yahoo.com. That's S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll, see, we'll see if we can make that happen for you. And, uh, oh, gosh, so much going on. Oh, yes, tomorrow night, the Stro Zone returns on my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash strothemaestro. And... It'll be at midnight Eastern Standard Time, and tomorrow night's feature will be the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So please tune in. It should be a good time. And with that, see the calls are lining up, and we'll be going to our first commercial break. And to lead us, in, and we come back, we'll have Dr. John Stamey as our guest. Uh, really excited about that for sure. And to lead into our commercial... Let's let's play some. Uh, uh, let's see what we can do here. Ah, some Sid Vicious for you guys. Be back in a few, folks. Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, 
Keto Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOCNation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sounds of Sting. Oh, man, so excited to be with you guys here tonight. Uh, once again, reminder, anytime you guys are going to call in tonight's live podcast at WCW Retro, you can do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. Oh, man, so so excited tonight. We, uh, Dr. John momentarily. We got the possible auction with uh, Brian Vaughn for WFC Lounge for his wrestling action figures. <laughs> it should be fun and so much more. And, heck, we might have time for old school matches and uh, dream matches, too. Lots of fun. So without further ado, let's bring on the man of the hour, the the man himself, the one and only, the man of mystery, intrigue, <laughs> and so much more. <laughs> the one and only Dr. John. Stevie. Papa Stro, how you doing tonight? 
For sure, yeah. I was as we were talking in the green room just before this. I said, you know, a lot of people, and you, you included, probably don't know how I got involved in wrestling. Other than as a fourteen-year-old kid, we used to watch well, it every Saturday. Afternoon. Let's get to it. I mean, there's so much to many sides to you. Supernatural wrestling. Oh, uh, so so many um, avenues you have taken. Uh, yeah, let just take us from the beginning and. Take us on that journey, Dr. John. All right. Back when I was a kid, we did not have the Internet. I'm dating myself a little bit, but that's okay. And what we, what we <laughs> could do on Saturday afternoon, you know, with school not going on, during the weekends, we could watch professional wrestling um, on Channel 4 in Greenville at 1 p.m. 2 p.m. was professional wrestling in Asheville. And then 3 p.m. was Shock Theater, all those great reruns of uh, – of the Universal Monster films, and that's all we had to do. I mean, our parents, you know, they all worked hard. It was a manufacturing town, and believe me, my parents were not up to take me to the rec center and, and my friends, so we'd talk a little bit on the phone, then we'd watch wrestling. We'd call and talk about it, same thing for the next hour. So I tell you what, when I was 14 years old, my life revolved around professional wrestling, being a big fan, and then also um, watching Shock Theater every Saturday afternoon at 3. And sometimes on the UHF channel from Hickory, uh, channel 18 at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and my parents were always yelling yeah. and screaming to turn that down. That's ridiculous. But, you know, so that that's about what we had. And I just said, golly, I want to be involved in wrestling somehow, some way. So I was, now let's speed it back up to, uh, oh, the early 90s, uh, mid-90s, actually, a little after the mid-90s, okay? And so I walked into UNC Charlotte, um, office uh, the computer science department and i was inquiring about one of their programs they thought i was there for a job interview and they hired me okay now that was the best that was the world's best mistake i ever had and so i lived in winston-salem at the time and i said you know it'd really be nice to not have to drive almost two hours back and forth every day so i started looking yeah. around to see if there was a room <laughs> i could rent you know and and I, yeah and papa stro you know about the driving hours back and forth to wrestle i mean it was always good oh, when totally. you were wrestling near home, but, but <laughs> boy, you get, to, yeah. you get to those five and six, five and six hour deals. It was just monstrously difficult, wasn't it? Lord have mercy, yes. <laughs> so what? So what happened was okay. It said room for rent. There was one, and it was about a, a mile from UNC Charlotte. And so I went in there. I went there, and knocked on the door, and some dude with hair down to his waist, um, I answered the door. I said, "Well, okay, whatever." So he invited me, and so I said, you know, I, I teach at UNC Charlotte, so what do you guys do? And he said, we're professional wrestlers. And I'm going to tell you, my life changed at that moment. Everything started. Oh Turns out he was part, his name was Radical, that's what he went by, and he was a manager for the PWF, the Professional Wrestling Federation, also known as Please Wrestle for Free. Is that correct, Bob? <laughs> Oh yeah, those guys. <laughs> yeah, please dress for free. And and he said, "Have you ever been on radio?" I said, well, "Yeah, a lot actually." He said, "You've got a great voice. We need to take you to meet uh, Stallion. You'd be a great announcer." I said, "Well, thank you." I said, "Golly, I can get professional wrestling." And I've heard about the Italian Stallion. I, I think I remember seeing him once or twice. 
on television. So anyway, uh, that Friday night, we went down to oh, some godforsaken place. I mean, Special Wrestling Federation, we, we wrestled in places that were too small for Papa Stroh to even wrestle. I'm going to say Taylorsville, and, although you might have wrestled there. But we oh, yeah, 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 in, quite a few times. Yeah, yeah we wrestled in Italian, Italian, the spaghetti-eating champion, Guinness for the World Records for beating the most spaghetti. At least you have that record. I don't, you know, Someone told I me that a while know. back. I haven't, I haven't seen him in a long, long time, but he was... Yeah, he was certainly a, a piece of work. He was an original, and nobody can <laughs> deny that, right? Right, Papa I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe he it. He was an original. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, got got there, and I had on my suit and tie, and I walked in there, and I was the only person that probably had all my clothes on. I mean, that was um, I'm trying. Oh, it was Albemarle. You know Albemarle, right? Oh yes. Oh my God. Oh, it was a. It was a mess. So anyway, he said, we'll talk. And I, I did. I just grabbed the microphone, and it was off, and I just gave him my little uh, introduction to the Italian sound. He said, you'll do. You're our announcer now. I said, great. I said, when do we when do we start? When do we come back? He said, well, the show starts in about five minutes. Have a seat. And he handed <laughs> me a, 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 little, a little nasty handwritten thing that had the matches. He said, all right, you ready? I said, sure. Okay, so – all of a sudden, and he said, and here's the, the CD player, and here's great, the huh? CD. <laughs> Go. Yeah. And so I found Blue Monday by the group Orgy, which is a great a great song. I said, well, this is a cool song. And so then I finally figured out how to turn it down. I announced the first match. I said, the stars and the superstars of the Professional Wrestling Federation are here tonight. We're entertaining this and this and this. And I saw him smiling. He liked it. So we had, um, we had our matches for the night. And he said, you're great. And I said, well, now, you know, because I do have a few expenses. He said, well, you know, we all do, so we all volunteer. And that's when I found out there was no pay for this. <laughs> but, it was, but, but, Stroh, it was wrestling. And I had broken into wrestling, or maybe wrestling had broken into me, or broken me, whatever. But anyway, so we did that for a while. I did it for, I, I guess, three years. We went all over. We went to Ohio. Now, I'm going to tell you, I think the greatest moment of my life, was when the blood seeker, I was always at ringside doing the announcing and everything. And so what happened is that after the blood seeker had won the PWF World Heavyweight Championship, we were at a bingo parlor in Akron. And wow. Pretty. That's right. It was it had about 400 people there. And so mm-hmm. he grabs me. He said, get up here. So I, I kind of helped him grab me, and he went up there, and he said, Cobra Clutch. And I, and I started just looking around, and he threw my glasses off, but he threw them at a good place where I could find them. Then he put me in the Cobra Clutch for about 45 seconds, and then I passed out. And the <laughs> crowd went berserk because he was the bad guy, and he had just put the, the announcer in the Cobra Clutch. Started looking mm. up and around. He said, down. So I knew to get back down. I hadn't been, I hadn't been out long enough. So anyway, and then the stallion comes in, mad as he can be, that he put me in the Cobra Clutch. So he beat him up, and then he starts getting me out. He says, don't get up too slow. And so I didn't, and we had a – it was – that was the great if, – if there was ever a defining moment in my life, it was being put in the Cobra Clutch in a bingo parlor in Akron. Now, Stro, what was your defining moment? What, what was the, the one moment that you treasure more than anything else in this business? There's got to be one. Or one of a couple. You know, what's one that really, it was just you. It was so awesome. 
Oh gosh, I've, I've, I don't know. I've had so many defining moments. <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times, uh, they're just like when the match is over and <laughs> getting undressed. <laughs> like thank God, some cases. But I mean, seriously, I've, I've had so many. It's 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 really I I couldn't pick just one. It's been, it's been a real blessing to be part of the be part of the industry, meeting many people and going to places. It, it go, has so. been. And you know, we wrestled a lot in Mooresville, North Carolina, which is you know the home of a lot of NASCAR teams. And there was a church there that used to sell the place out. Uh, it was a fundraiser for the church. It was a lot of fun to go wrestle there. And they wanted, because I, I had developed kind of a fan club. And, and so they said, well, we got to get you involved in the match. So we were going to have a coffin match. And I think, I, can't, I forget who, whose idea was, said, we got to hit Dr. John over the head and uh, throw him in the coffin. And people are going to think he's dead. And I thought, oh, that sounds really terrible. <laughs> so... I mean, uh, 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 the stallion took me back in, into one of the rooms in the, in the, in the uh, National Guard Army, and he showed me how to take that fall. He said, you have to do it this way, because if you don't do it this way, uh, you'll have a concussion. But if you do what I tell you to do and not what these other clowns will tell you to do, you'll, you'll get put over so big you won't know what's happening. I said, okay, and I'm a good learner. Uh, Papa Stro. Mm-hmm. So he taught me exactly how to break the fall when they slammed about a four foot by four foot metal plate on my head. So, mm-hmm. and I knew I could do it. So, um, there, and then they grabbed me from the announcing table. Of course, it was a blood seeker again. And he got this big old four foot by four foot piece of metal and he slammed it down on my head. And I stood up, turned around. And just passed right out on the on the uh, on the on the ring in the ring, and then he and the American GI picked me up and threw me in the coffin and slammed the door on the on that coffin. Now, I'm gonna tell you what I knew to keep my hands inside, or I would have no hands left. So um, they did it. Then then so then they carried the coffin out, and then everything was over. And then Bloodseekers first one he said, "Did we hurt you? God, it looked like I really hit you hard." And I got up and said, uh, it was fine. I didn't hurt at all. And it kind of pissed him off a little bit that I kind of I listened to the stallion. He was always right when he'd tell you how to how to how to take a fall. And I never had a problem. Now I told you this. We were in Camden because, if, in case people don't know, Papa Stro goes to a lot of my comic cons and festivals. And I was telling him about this. He said, John, John, you shouldn't have been doing that. John, stallion thinking. I, I don't, I don't know. I thought it was great. I was thrilled. So that was another defining moment. And I haven't done it. We did it a couple of times until it started getting old and, and everything. But, but I loved it. And, and so that was, you know, and I announced I got to meet a lot of folks. When we were in Mooresville. You know, Nelson Royal had that Western wear shop in Mooresville. And yes, he would come yes, over from time sure to time. Is. Mm-hmm. And he never got to talk to anybody because he talked he talked to me the entire time. I was the biggest Nelson Royal and Paul Jones fan when I was growing up, and golly, it was so great to talk to him and hear all this stuff. And he'd just come over because he knew I was going to monopolize his time. But you know what? Don't wrestlers wrestlers really love fans that are interested in their career? Correct, Papa Stro. Oh, of course. It's, you know, I mean, kind of like the nature of the beast. Like we do what we do. 
<laughs> I mean, that's right. And if we're the fans, if we were the fans, we wouldn't be doing anything. You know what I mean? And I was telling <laughs> him about some of his matches that I saw at the, the old Charlotte Park Center. It's now the Grady Cole Center, and I had my parents take me there once a month. My poor father, who had to get up at six o'clock in the morning, and he'd have to drag us, you know, because I had I had to go to the Grady Cole Center and watch wrestling. It was just it was just wonderful. So uh, I had a great I had a great childhood. I had parents that put up with me in wrestling, and then uh, here I am starting in the working world, and the guy says, "Yeah, we got a room, and we're professional wrestlers." And I just went tilt. So that's the story of how I got into wrestling, and uh, it was great. Mm, interesting. So, uh, I hope so. And plus, the announcer also had to uh, take care of the concession. Did you know that? <laughs> and oh my god! The announcer and the announcer at the end of the concession time had to run through the crowd and sell the fifty-fifty ticket. Oh my That's goodness! The announcer got. Oh, the announcer had a lot of duties in the uh, Professional Wrestling Federation. Talk, talking about delegating authority. <laughs> oh, and and the and the announcer, I found out that first night was responsible for mopping the uh, the floor. Oh dear lord! Oh goodness! I mean, that's uh, what, what a what else? I mean, what a welcome to the business. <laughs> well, I just oh, I just assumed that that's the way it was, and I was so thrilled to get them off the floor. You just don't know. Oh my goodness! Well, that's it. That's yeah. you, you you were living the dream. <laughs> well, I was until we got some new wrestlers in, and then I found mm-hmm. out the new guys got to mop the floor. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I had to train them the first couple of weeks. Oh, oh gosh. We were always known for leaving the National Art Armory as clean as anybody. So we had to keep up that. Uh, a lot of those wrestling uh, leagues or, or uh, promotions did not. But then huh. came my, my, my the real defining moment. Uh, it turns okay. out the Radical was a, was a video editor. He had equipment and everything, and so Stallion had a uh, he had a suntan booth uh, or room in some, in some house, and owned kind of the, the, one of the seedier sides of Charlotte. And so yeah. we were all sitting there together one night, and I, I he came up with someone came up with the idea that we needed to start a television show called PWF Live. Now, oh. how, how how do you think I felt when we were going to have a, a, a television show? So I went, I went around to all the TV stations in Charlotte, and I found out on Channel 18, which was the biggest, we could get on for about $200 a week at mm-hmm. 2.30 a.m. on Friday night. They were they, they, um. they had to get, get rid of that. It was like, how on <laughs> earth? So, you know, it was $250. And so what we did is we – it was Brutus McNasty the Breeze, and it was – Stallion, it was me in the middle, and we were standing behind the um, the counter where you know he took people's money, and so we uh-huh. would talk about this past week's wrestling and then what was going to happen. Then they would always get mad at each other, and they'd always start beating on each other. Except I was in the middle of it, so I was the one that got beat up every week. <laughs> oh wow! 
buddy, I was living the dream. And so that got yeah. that, and everybody, a lot of our fans would watch it because they just wanted to see how long it would take for me to fall to the ground and get beat up. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so tell us about that. Yeah, tell us about, uh, you know, you got uh, the Scary Cast podcast going on. You have the Murder 1, 2, 3 going on. I mean, you're very involved in the, like, the supernatural realm and, and the cryptids and all that. Uh, uh, tell us tell us how you got started with all that. Uh, you know, I mean, you've been to so many directions through the years. See, with the wrestling, you just what you just said, with your journey with the wrestling now, you know, with the uh, the supernatural. Tell us all about it. Okay, well, it's because of you. Ah. You were the one that got me involved in <laughs> podcasting. See, it comes right back at oh, you. What, ha- what happened is, uh, you know, because I have friends and I started listening to your podcast, and then you said, well, you know, you got a pretty good radio voice, and you were an announcer, and we're looking for some more shows on VSC Nation. I said, yeah, I'll be glad to do it. So we started with Comic-Con Stars. And that was back when Comic-Con was not a trademark name. And I would get guests that had been in the last couple of weeks, you know, uh, Comic-Cons. And we'd talk to them. And I asked you to be my co-host. And we had a good time for about a year. And then, all of a sudden, the name Comic-Con became something we couldn't use. So we went in several directions. We ended up with uh, pop culture stars and just talking about cool stuff. and. And so that was good. And then you know, I was in Jacksonville at Christmas, no, at Thanksgiving. And I was at a friend, Todd Saxon's uh, Christmas thing. And I met this fellow that said, golly, I know a bunch of, uh, you know, you got a podcast. I'd like to do a podcast like that. I said, well, sure. So I, I've got the name ScaryCast. So we started doing that. We did that for about three or four weeks. And I kind of, I just didn't know very much about it. So I just kind of got tired of it. And so did he. So, but it was called Scary Cast, and of course, I like horror and the supernatural, so I said, I just started the next week, it just became Scary Cast. And we started talking to folks that were, uh, you know, involved in the paranormal and everything, and my network kind of grew of, of those people. We've had some folks like uh, Ed Wood, the great film director. We had his daughter, Kathy Wood, on the show one time. We've had a lot of really cool people as our guests. We've had you. And uh, so it was a lot of fun as I built my network, and then I started doing, instead of just Comic-Cons, I decided to do a Bigfoot conference up in Tennessee, and I met more people that could be guests on the show. And then we then came the Lizard Man Festival, started meeting those folks, and I started meeting a lot like folks like Lyle Blackman, the artist. So as, as, as I turned in, the network began to grow. I guess the really the most important thing became, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I met great people. And uh, and then the network grew. The um, the co-hosts grew, first of all, with Devin Tate, a uh, comedian from Los Angeles. And then came uh, Robin McRae, who's a Bigfoot habituator. And then came Tony Filosi. And then came my buddy Papa Stroh, who is uh, our fourth and uh, – and that's it in terms of our, our co-hosts. So I just started meeting more people, doing more paranormal events, and it was a lot of fun. It really was. So uh, I enjoy I enjoyed it a lot and I keep doing it. Now I've got a couple of Bigfoot conferences. I've got the South Carolina Lizardman Festival. Uh, we just had that online because of COVID. Uh, 
putting together another one and maybe a couple of our comic cons will be coming back around as soon as life gets better. So that's kind of how it all, that's how it kind of all happened. But you're the one that said, would you be interested in doing a podcast? And I jumped at it. So thank you, Papa Stro. And now you're my co-host oh. and we have fun. Yeah. And we also, mm-hmm. we also have kind of a floater called murder one, two, three. That's kind of fun. Um, that came oh, from a oh, dare. Yeah. That, that was a dare from Greg Bo Watson. He said, God, these girls are making a lot of money doing that. You couldn't do anything like that. I said, absolutely, I could. Murder 123 was online the next week, and he was laughing. He thought that was great. <laughs> so, yeah, and then you, so, so you started out as a co-host, co-host of Murder 123, and then we merged into the soul. You can co-host the spirit cast, and it just gets better and better and better. So that's how I got involved in it. The, you know, the paranormal stuff's always been something I enjoyed because I guess you enjoyed horror films like I did when you were a kid. You've got the Zone, and you host a, um, a horror film every week. So you're doing one, one version of the paranormal and entertainment thing. I'm doing a different one uh, or two because I'm running some podcasts, uh, you know, scary casts, and then I'm also running some events. So, yeah, that's kind of how it is. And it's just, just been a lot of fun. Got to, got to meet a lot of great people. Got to work some with Brady Hicks. He was a guest on one of our shows. He is now Brady Hicks' ghost hunter. Go Brady. We have <laughs> yeah. forever, right, Papa Stro? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you, you now got a fan in Brady now. <laughs> he's all about it. Oh, he's a great guy. He's really a great guy. I didn't get to know him until this we came back around and um so it's just it's just been great and we work really hard every week. Now this week because of the coronavirus we have a um we have a rewind on um uh, Scary Cast, one of our better episodes from uh, it's it's the Los Angeles Lizard People episode. So that's going to be tomorrow night, night on Friday night at from ten to eleven, and it'll no no from eleven to twelve, and then at twelve p.m. Papa Stro comes in with the Stro Zone, so we kind of feed into you. We got so BSC Nation's got a great three hours worth of overnight horror and. Uh, you and I are um, kind of in charge of those programs, and it, it's just great. Dorothy's there, and everybody everybody loves this thing. So you know, it's awesome. That's kind of how I got involved in that, and uh, just we just keep on going. I'm, my business is Carolina Caricatures. Where I mean, I just took an hour off here from uh, this uh, this wonderful time that we have. Flower Park is full of people. They got music playing. Cody is drawing like mad, and he said, "Yes, be on Stroh's show." Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Cody. Yeah, yeah, In fact, he's just—I'm looking in his rearview mirror, and he's just drawing like mad. So you know, that's that's kind of what it is. I, I love what I do. It's great to be working like, but with real pros like you, Papa Stro, and Brady. You guys are the best, and uh, I hope we continue this for a long time. It's a lot of fun. I wouldn't—I wouldn't do anything else. Oh yeah, thank you for everything, Dr. John. Uh, I'm just, uh, I just, I'm just so happy things are going great for you, and uh, you know, continued success as always. Uh, we have some callers want to want to ask ask some questions here. Let me, let me get to you guys. That's uh, great. I'm, okay, let's first off, let's get to uh, Steve. I think this is Steve. Steve, welcome back, brother. How you doing? Doing good. Great man. Uh, we got Dr. John here. 
Do you, do you have any questions you'd like to ask Dr. John? Um, how did you um, get into paranormal, like, before you got into podcasting? Um, I always wanted to be involved in it. I, I just always did, I guess, because I watched too many horror films. And so then I got into podcasting. Then I met some Bigfoot habituators. I met some of the real superstars of the paranormal world. I actually did. I got to meet them, and that kind of fueled the fire. I really enjoy it. I know them. I spent my time uh, away from Myrtle Beach during the hurricane was spent at some friend's house where they have a clan of Bigfoot behind their house, and I saw one this this, uh, past weekend. I sure did. And so it just, as I got to meet people and then find some of these A-listers in the paranormal world, it's just, it's been great. And they're nice people. They really are. So just always wait to do it and see, be careful what you wish for. You may receive it. And I did. And Here we have, um, I think this is Malcolm from Las Vegas. Uh, Malcolm, welcome to WCB Retro. How you doing, man? Hey, Papa Stroke. Hey, uh, Dr. John, I love your interview. It's great. Um, Thank you. I wanted to ask you because me and David Arquette are going to be doing a movie about I think it's Bozo the Clown as a character. And I've never been in acting before. I've never had an acting lesson. And my approach to this, when I do this, is I just want to work on what I got to do. I don't want to focus on, you know, if this person's here and I I want to meet him and that kind of stuff. I just want to do, I want to be a team player. You know, I'm sure that's how you were when you first started out. You just wanted to do what you had to do. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I meant, okay, you know, third week in, uh, first week was Nightmare, uh, Jimmy Valiant's manager, I can't remember, you know, it's funny, it's like, who who remembers the second song on MTV? We all know the first one, and we know the third one, but the third one was, was Papa Stroh, I was honored that he was on the show, and I just, I said, well, I don't care if he says no, I'm just going to ask him, so yeah, I just, I made it a friend thing, I got I got people that I counted as my friends, and that's who I started interviewing, and that's kind of the way it's always been. Now, other than Kathy Wood, Ed Wood's daughter, most everyone that I interview is a friend. We have a good time. We have a mutual connection. We've been together well, at an Dr. event. John, Dr. John, I've never met you before, but you can consider me your friend. Papa Stroke can too. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we got, we got, we got, we got to talk. I, I got to get you on one of my shows, Malcolm. I bet you'd be great. Well, I'd love to do your show. I do your show in a heartbeat, and I want well, Papa Stone, Chasma, ready to do it with me. If that's okay. All right. No, absolutely. No, he he he's one of my co-hosts. You just get you just get him anyway. That's great. <laughs> we've had Chasma ready on there. We've had we've had Granny Hulkster. You know, on, on, and I, I'd put you on Scary Cat. I think. Malcolm, I think you're pretty scary, and take that as a compliment. <laughs> I think I am, too. All right. Hey, uh, young I believe we have um, we have uh, Amazing Velvet joining us. Amazing Velvet, how you doing, brother? Welcome back, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? Velvet! Velvet! Yes, sir. <laughs> We got the man of the hour, Dr. John. I, I got, it. Yeah, I got a question for Dr. John. Yes, sir. Dr. John, if you had one thing and all of that between the wrestling, your podcast, 
and your your paranormal and all that, what would be the one thing that you would like to go back and redo or do the same? What would I like to redo? Well, Either have a redo would, or have that redo moment, you know, say you'd still do it the same, but, or you just, you know, you would like to see it again. All right. Believe it or not, this is what I would like to redo. I, I got sick on a Friday night when you guys were doing wrestling and Susan Green was there. And I wanted to meet Susan Green so badly and I was sick. Now, I've never told this to anybody. I just didn't show up. I didn't want to see her. Nobody will say they're sick. I wanted to meet Susan Green so badly because she is, <laughs> I guess, my only potential living connection with the fabulous Moore, who is right. somebody I almost got to talk to, and then she she passed yeah. away. I'm calling. Right. If I could have just talked to her. And Susan Green and she has so many great stories. I think those lady wrestlers, are the coolest thing, and I'd really like to have some of them on, on a show and get to talk to them and, and get that down on tape. Um, okay. Any connection with the fabulous Moolah, and and I couldn't do it because I was sick. And believe it or not, it was right. it had to do with your show. I should have wow. started growing up down there. I should have. <laughs> John, what about Wendy Richter? Did you get? Would you like to do an interview with Wendy Richter? Oh my God. Would I ever? Well, Dr. John, do you remember who Desiree Peterson was? Yeah, Desiree Susan Green. I like it. Well, Malcolm does. Well, he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Desiree Peterson, Desiree Peterson was actually trained at the dungeon in Canada because she she loved the she loved Owen Hart. And uh, oh, wow. they would secretly they would secretly disappear together, and they were <laughs> training at Stu Hart's dungeon. And uh, oh, no, they, they were busy working on uh, on uh, on spinning uh, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But she ended up staying there, and she kept saying, "I want to go to Moolah's. I want to go to Moolah's." And Stu Hart said, "No, you're going to train here." And then Stu Hart later said that that was the biggest mistake that he made is not letting her go to, to Moolah. So um, we'll never know because she ended up wrestling for a very short time in the WWF and then basically did some indie shows but really never stayed in the business. But she okay. was quoted by Vince McMahon. She was the rookie of the year in the for the women in whatever year it was in, in the eighties. Yeah. So anyway. Wow. Yep. Well now, yeah, now you, you know what I would like a, to redo. Yeah, we can we can do that. <laughs> we can do that. You think you can get might it down add, there and, we, and might, might add might add might add a little Judy Martin in on that on for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh Judy <laughs> Martin. <laughs> That way I can get you two for one. I can get both of them da- both of them each at the same time. <laughs> got to got to get a picture. We got to do we got to do some interviews and Velvet. Oh yeah. Scro help me interview the, the you and me and and, and Scro. Would y'all help me interview whichever ones would let us interview them? Absolutely. 
Oh, that'd, that'd be great. Be great. Hey, um, I got another question. I'm sorry. Uh, go for it, Steve. Um, is there something that you picked up from working with Stallion or others that you, from wrestling that you kind of remember to this day? Mm. Yeah, Stallion said it was the first time I had heard this phrase, and I really, really liked it. He said, I don't let anyone curse in my shows. You can curse one time and it'll get a pop and it'll never get a pop again. But a good drop kick or a good off the third turnbuckle will get a pop every time. And that's the way we run. And basically he's saying good quality wrestling is what people will like. Is that correct, Joe? Oh yeah, I mean even like the most ex- like extreme promotions for ECW, for example. I mean they still promoted good wrestling matches, and so the CZW as well. So yeah, good wrestling always gets over. Sorry, it really does, and he said that every day. Is that mouth? No, <laughs> I forgot to say hello to Steve. Sorry about that, Steve. Okay. No. Hey, hey. Steve. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it, it almost sounded like cartoon, cartoons in the background. I was here expecting Porky Pig to come up any time saying, but, but, but that's all. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. <laughs> Great. Absolutely. Go home, folks. That's great. Right? <laughs> oh, I man. <laughs> uh, hey, Papa Stroh. Papa yes. Stroh, I need, I, need, I need to make an announcement. I need to make an open go, call. Go for it. Yes, sir. Okay? Because I, because I love writing books on horror stories. I'm putting together a book called The Haunted Ring. If anybody, I've already done a, a Papa Stroh interview. I've done a Granny Hulkster interview. If anybody has got a ghost story or any kind of a paranormal story related to wrestling, hit me up on uh, on Messenger and let me know because I'd like to interview you. This is something I'd like to get out by, say, next March. And I've got, I've got a list of folks that I want to talk to about it. But if anybody's got a story that I don't know about, Malcolm of Velvet or Steve. Or, I, I definitely or got one for you. All right. Definitely got a couple. I actually got a couple. Is, it, is this Velvet? Nice. Yeah, this is Velvet. I got a couple. All right. Well, here's <laughs> the deal, Velvet. Let me let me message you on uh, Facebook. Yeah. I think we're friends, and I want I want to yeah, schedule an interview with you. Is that cool? Yeah, that'd be yeah, that work. I think it'd be great because I mean I want to probably oh, get yeah. into the story a little bit, and you and, and not let it get out because I want it to be kind of a surprise and part of the book. And uh, fine. You know, we'll we'll even do a little wrestling. We'll, do, we'll even do a little bit of yep. wrestling stuff. Well, it actually has to involve a little bit of that too. So, <laughs> well, good. It, it better because I mean that's why we know you. That's why you're a superstar. You're, you're, you're here and uh, and all that. Well, anyway, right. still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like Molly Shannon, superstar, uh, superstar. <laughs> all right. Jazz hands. <laughs> right. Stroh, oh, can I tell my Camden Comic Con story? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead you remember yeah. it, don't you? Yes, right. sir. So, 
So normally when, when Papa Stroke comes to my events, we're he, he's he's my roommate because we laugh and talk and and then he'll stay up until seven in the morning watching wrestling in Australia. And I don't know how he makes it next nice. day. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm a student of the game. Super. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. So, so here's what right. right. we, we were going to have the first international Krampus. That's the anti-Santa Claus. We were going to Krampus. do it. We were yes. going to, yeah, the Krampus. We were going to do it in uh, in Camden, South Carolina, at Historical Camden. Well, the week before, because we'd advertised it and everything, the week before, a number of religious organizations in town had a meeting, and they wrote a nasty letter to me saying that I was bringing the devil to expose the devil to the children of Camden, which couldn't have been farther from the truth. Okay, I just saw some kind of fun that people would like. So the Friday like night before, story. I I, Listen, I, I had seen the like, yeah no. I had seen the letter, <laughs> all this stuff. I was I was mortified. So the Friday night before the event on Saturday, so Stroh is there trying to get some sleep. I'm pacing back and forth and back and forth. I said, Stroh, if this thing gets out, I mean Fox News, Fox News would like nothing better than to portray me as the promoter bringing the devil to Camden. Exactly. I started laughing. Then about 30 minutes later, after I kept pacing and walking back and forth, he said, you've already said this enough times now. I said, well, I know, but I'm really scared. And he finally said, well, you can be tired and scared, or you can get some sleep and feel good and be scared. Go to bed. I'm trying to get some sleep. So, so I said, "Great idea!" And I jumped on my bed, and I never woke up until six o'clock till we till we hit Waffle House. It was hysterical. And then, believe it or not, it was 37 degrees, windy, and raining that entire day. And they never no. showed up to protest because they were going to show up to protest. It was going to be awful. And uh, the Lord protects people that run Krampus festivals and Comic Cons. I'll tell you that. I was petrified, mm-hmm. and Stro Stro will tell you, was I scared that night? Oh boy, oh, boy was he! <laughs> 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 it, yep. And and, and it's very rare that Doctor John gets scared too. Very rare. Uh oh, I, I was that, scared. I was yes. petrified. Cancel I, I was looking for Kathleen Bates to come up anytime and say, "Don't, don't mess with that, Bobby. That's the devil." <laughs> you got it, buddy. Yeah, I, I was I was scared. That is about as that is about as scared as when I saw Bigfoot. El Diablo. <laughs> right. Never dull moment, mm. Never dull moment. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's, hey, doc, that's it. Now doc, I got doc. somebody new to interview. What? Or or when my sister saw the Zodiac and got scared and I had to go down the hall to turn on the, uh, you know, the, whatever, the fuse or whatever it was, I had to go to the fuse and, and put one in because my sister was scared of the Zodiac. <sighs> wow. That doesn't sound like any fun. <laughs> I like the dark. I used to change wire lines in the dark in the army. Somehow that doesn't surprise me, Malcolm. 
<laughs> no, I think he did. Stro, I think he did. Absolutely. I'm, anyway. I'm a believer, Malcolm. I'm a believer. <laughs> You're a believer, yep. I am too. And uh, I am you know, too, Dr. John, I believe in both of you. All of you. Okay. That's, That's wonderful. Cool. <laughs> Don't stop believing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like Journey <laughs> says, right? Don't stop believing. That's exactly right. And Papa Stro, I really appreciate you having me on here to tell my side of the story. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I've had my hour away from work, and I think Cody's uh, glaring at me saying, John, you need to come back to work. But this is the most fun. Thank you so much. This has been my this has been my first real interview with anyone, and it came with one of the best wrestlers in the world, Papa Stroke. And yeah. You gotta, you gotta, thank you for you being here. Thank this guy for everything that he's done. Um, Papa Stroke, I got my final story. I got to tell him about how I met you in Virginia Beach. This is okay. it's too funny. It's too funny. So Cody and I are doing caricatures at Cloudwater Comic Con, and some dude. Some weird dude, I didn't know who he was, came walking down with his girlfriend, and he said, you like wrestling? I said, well, yeah, I mean, I used to announce. He said, well, Jake the Snake Roberts and Maestro are up there. I said, well, well, well cool, and we were real busy. So then he comes back, he says, well, you haven't been up to see him yet. <laughs> Stro, what was his name? He turns out to be a fairly well-known director. What was his name? Yeah, oh, yeah, Jonathan Moody from Six Foot Productions. Yeah, that was yeah I mean, he and, I, he and I are friends on Facebook and everything. So anyway, he said, you haven't been up to see him. And I looked at Cody and I rolled my eyes. I said, give me just a minute. Let me go see, let me go see Jake the Snake Roberts. Because I forgot who else he said, but he just kept telling me, come see Jake Snake. So I went up and talked to Jake, and he knew Stallion, and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was great. We had a nice five minutes. I said, I got to go. I looked around. I didn't see anybody else, so I came down. So here he comes back in 15 minutes and said, but you didn't talk to the maestro. I said, the maestro wasn't there. I said, I didn't see him. He's there now. He wants to talk to you. <laughs> I don't know how true that was. So then I, I looked at Cody, and I double rolled my eyes. I said, let me go say hello to the maestro before this guy dies on us, you know. So I go up there. <laughs> I didn't come back for a minute. We started talking, and so we haven't stopped yet, have we? Sure haven't. <laughs> And so that's how it was. It was like this guy kept wanting me to come back and talk to you. I said, I've got to work. And then sure enough, there was so, and we had the best time. And and then and then the last thing I'll say is, so I'm talking to Stro. I said, you know, some guy was a professional wrestler at the Sumter Comic Con, and he said, you know wrestlers. I said, yeah. And so Stro was booked that day. I said, can you find me just somebody, just anybody, you know? To somebody who's a wrestler. He said, yeah, I'll find you somebody. So I got this text about 10 minutes later, and it said, Ivan Koloff, 252, and then some phone number. So I called Stro up, and I said, Stro, I mean, don't mess with me. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get Ivan Koloff. He said, Uncle Ivan is waiting for you to call him. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'll call you back. I called that number, and I'll be damned, it was Ivan Koloff. Well, Stroh didn't well, get a call back for about two, two and a half hours because I was talking to him. It was like the magical moment. You know, here I am, and I had him at the, the second Cape Fear Comic Con, one of the nicest men you've ever met, just such a smart guy, uh, right before he started having health problems. And Stroh, thanks so much. That was another two and a half hour magical moment, courtesy of you. And I got to talk to him when he came to the, you know, came to the, to the, 
to the Comic Con, and he was so popular. You know, people say, "Oh, old, old athletes aren't very popular," because I had Roman Gabriel, the, the, the quarterback of the L.A. Rams back in the day. Nobody went and saw him. There was a line out the door to see to see Ivan Koloff. And you know, because it was Ivan Koloff. Because it was <laughs> thanks. That's the magic yeah. word. Because it was Ivan Koloff. It wasn't Roman Gabriel. It was Ivan Koloff. <laughs> Every boy's dream dream is to meet Ivan Koloff and talk about the casket match. Yes, yes. uh, He's the guy who beat Bruno San Martino. Come on. (laughs) I would have loved to meet Roman Gabriel. Because you needed a quarterback, that's why. He was not a half (laughs) stamper. He's not like my (laughs) Vic. He didn't work. He didn't get a table. He didn't get a because everybody was over there with Ivan Koloff because he's Ivan Koloff. <laughs> Malcolm would have put Ivan Koloff in the quarterback for the Raiders too because he needs a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not the team of the seventies. The team today needs a quarterback. Like we need an Ivan Koloff. Holy shit! You just want to keep the you just gonna keep the drunk at quarterback. Okay, I got you. <laughs> hey, I'm surprised. So, I'm yes. surprised. You yes, know Steve. why he didn't laugh? Go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> I was gonna ask. Uh, do you think uh, Marty Janetti will be an episode of Murder One Two Three coming soon? Oh, <laughs> oh, probably. Wow. Probably. I love Marty Janetti. <sighs> yeah, yeah cold man, that, that... files. Yeah, hey, Doctor John, you never know. You may have a future guest. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, but that's unbelievable. We'll do what we we'll do what we can. Well, guys, I'm gonna have to get back to work so I can make a living and keep this dream alive. Stro, again, thank that's you. Right. It's a real honor to be your guest. I'll be back next no, week. thank you, Doctor John. On uh, on uh, WCW Retro and every everybody listen to us uh, next Dr. Monday night. Uh, yeah, the pleasure yes, was all mine. <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, Malcolm. It, was, it was great. Oh yeah. And I'll and, and I'll see you. I'll see you with Papa Stro Monday night on Scarycast with Robin, Tony Pelosi, and Devin Tate from Hollywood. Our man from Hollywood and Papa Stro. God bless. It was great. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Doctor. Uh, yeah, yeah, you have a good night. Guys, thank you. And, so much. Uh, that, I'll jump off. Bye-bye. Hey, take care, Dr. John. Bye-bye, buddy. That was Dr. John. Special. Great Malcolm, to have uh, Malcolm, with him. Good stuff. Malcolm, and, and I Malcolm. will trade you a first-round draft pick if you will take <laughs> Dr. John as your quarterback. Oh, I'll take him. I'll take Dr. John. I'll take you, Malcolm. I'm going to meet you. Oh, my goodness. I'm no better. I love well, this. It's so fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the fun's just so beginning. Where's Brian uh, get, at? Where's Brian? Well, we're waiting for Brian. While we're waiting for Brian and his, and looking for while we are waiting for Brian Bond and his auction, Malcolm, we have another special caller calling in. All right, okay. And his name is Chaz Moretti. My brother, yeah, Chad. Right. Oh, thank you for that. All right, Man. Malcolm, calm down. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's your one warning for Easy the next. Crowd. Calm down. Easy crowd tonight. See, Chad, yeah, Chad right? Reddy came, 
Chad already the... came into the show just like Eric Bischoff did last night. Hot oh, bag. Chad's already now. Wait a second. <laughs> Do not insult me. I Do didn't insult, insult you. Me. I said you came in, you came in oh, like you, he came in. <laughs> oh, you put, me in a, you put me in the same voice with Eric Bischoff? With gray hair? No, no. no. I'm bad. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
24 karat oh. gold uh, go for a car. It's a car. A car. It's it's a car, Malcolm. Malcolm, like you drive a car. <laughs> okay. Fifteen dollars going once. Fifteen dollars going twice. No love for Goldberg. Goldberg's out. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Next, we have uh, we have Chief Wahoo McDaniel, wrestling figure. Uh, he's He's out of the pack, but he is in great condition. Uh, I'm going to go for starting off bid at $25. He's not $25 for Chief Wahoo McDaniel. I'm a grown man. Forget it. Okay. (laughs) Going once. (laughs) Twice. Okay. Chief Wahoo McDaniel's other side. Okay. Oh, Next, man, they can't Wahoo, man. I can't believe it. <laughs> Next up, we, yeah, have, we have in the pack uh, TNA Wrestling Genesis Series 1, AJ Styles. Ooh, I'm gonna, this I'm going to start this one at $15. Is it an action figure? It is an action figure. AJ Styles, Series 1, Genesis. The figure community. Mm. Going, <laughs> going, going fifteen dollars. Go ahead, Steve. Going community. <laughs> going twice. Anyone fifteen dollars? AJ Styles. Okay. AJ Styles. No. Okay. <laughs> Next up. Suggestion. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> Next up, we got a, we got a uh, loose figure. Out of the pack. What happened to the it podcast? It is Carlito. Carlito, WWE. two of them. Okay, he's got two wow. of them. You want three more? You have three amigos. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to start this one at $8. Right. First going once. $8 going twice. And Carlito gets no love, and he pities the fool. Anyway. Uh, okay. Sounds like it's for Okay, so next, next item up. Oh god. This is a uh this is still in the pack. Uh, it's NFL uh, NFL football player for the Baltimore uh for the Baltimore Ravens, uh Jamal oh Lewis. God, Ravens. Still in the pack. Ravens. Ravens. No, Jamal Jamal Lewis. Uh, Series A Baltimore Ravens still in the pack. Uh, I'm gonna start this yeah, at twenty dollars. <laughs> Uh, do I hear twenty dollars? Going once, unless you're giving it to me. Going twice. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. No love for Jamal Lewis. Okay, now nope. this this next set is very interesting. It is two uh, classic VHS wrestling tapes. Uh, too hot for the. I think it says WWE, I believe. It's uh, Rumbling on the Mat, Part 1 and 2, Wrestling Sickest Moments. They pay their dues in Blood Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame Collector Series. And uh, looks like we got Mad Dog Vashon on, on the front of one of them in the original sheet. Oh, wow. And uh, we've got 
Uh, let's see here on the other one. Is it a DVD? It is a VHS tape. Both of them are VHS tapes. <laughs> um, on one of them, we got our Do the Butcher on the back. Uh, I don't know who that guy is. He's fighting. Uh, we got. But these are these are VHS tapes, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna start the bidding. Sorry about that. You're calling the show. Sorry about that. I'll talk to you. Oh, that's okay. Okay. What's going on here, Mike? I'm gonna. I'm gonna start the bidding for the two VHS tapes. Okay. Doctor Jones. Hi, Mike. Where's uh Where's Wardlow when we need him? Where's Wardlow when we need him? Security. Wardlow. Where's the library? Where's you, the library? Really you really don't want to answer that. You really don't want me to answer that question. Where's the library? So I want to keep going. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> okay. No, he's he's no. like MJF, but. <laughs> okay. So we got two VHS tapes. Classic uh, Rumbling on the Mat, Part One or Two. I'm gonna no. go for fifteen, starting at fifteen for both of them. First of um, all, if you have a VHS, if anybody has a VHS player, they're great because I haven't had one in at least twelve ten years. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, we're going once, going <laughs> twice, and no love for those guys. Okay, okay. Next, we got up. Classic uh, AWA figure, Terry Bam Bam Gordy, with a wow. red robe. Uh, Terry Bam Bam Gordy, I'm going to start the auction at $40. And he's he's out of the pack, but he's in great condition. Oh, nope, not meant to do- forget that. Okay, <laughs> so we got no love for Terry Bam Bam. Out of the pack, okay. Next, we got. Let's see, we got. Okay, next we got. We got. We got out of the. Out of the pack, a great figurine. Uh, the governor, former governor of the uh, Minnesota, Jesse the Body Ventura, as governor. Navy Seal. Um, I'm gonna start this at. Fifteen dollars. Is it a so, figure? But it it is a figure and it's very tall. It, it is actually the, in a box or out of a box. It's, it's out, out of the box. Or out. It's okay. out of the box. It's, like, it's not. It's not Jack in a box, is it? It's out no. Of the box. <laughs> no, that's poop in the okay. box. That's so fifteen dollars <laughs> going once, going is. twice. <laughs> Anybody for the former governor? Okay, and okay, so he's out. Shut okay, up, I'm on Zoom. I have seen things that will blow your mind. Next, right. next. Now listen to this one. This is a deal. Oh boy. Oh, here we go. All right, original A team cards, trading cards, all in the pack. They're still in their original box. Oh. The top of the mm-hmm. box. There, there is no covering, but they're all in the pack, original packaging. Uh, there is a little wear and tear on the box. Are all the cards in the set? Yes, all the cards are in the set. 
How much? How much? I want it. Yankee. How much? I okay. I, I'm starting the bid what? at. No way. You crazy? I'm starting the bid <laughs> at $50. Oh, wait. No. $50. I'm starting the bid. 50 50 for the A-team. Hey, put me down for, for Mr. T. I pity the fool that don't bid $50. So you won't, <laughs> you won't all the A-team cards. <laughs> yeah, because I met Murdoch. Dwight Stelton, he was cool as hell. Okay, so I'm going to write you down, Malcolm. Yeah, you look. You got me for hundred dollars. Uh, okay. Do a do a do a price check off there. Right. Yeah. Price. <laughs> price check. Price check. L one. Price check. Price check. Aisle one. <laughs> I need a price check on bad yourself. Okay. Somebody's a big fat flaming hot one right now. So, next. Next up, we have still in the pack. Uh, NASCAR NASCAR racer legend Dale Earnhardt Sr. Winner yeah. circle, uh, and he is still in the pack, brand new with the card. That's a it's the little uh, miniature car you can put on your shelf or whatever. Uh, oh, I'm gonna start wheel? the. Uh, do what now, Michael? Is it a Hot Wheel? Or a it, yes, it is a Hot Wheel. Yes, okay. it's a, a little bitty. Uh, the little bitty car. I'm gonna oh the, boy! I'm gonna start the bidding at thirty dollars for Dale Earnhardt Senior. Uh, I'll watch. give you my autograph. Hey, you pay me thirty bucks, I'll send you an autograph picture. <laughs> okay, he's out. Okay, <laughs> I got you down. Let me write that down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's see what we got next here. Uh, next, <laughs> next we got a, a classic. Uh, we got a classic Star Trek figure. Is that well, is out of the out of the pack? Is not in the pack. Mm. Uh, uh, Colonel Colonel or Captain Miles O'Brien from Star uh, Star Trek. Oh. Uh, and. We're gonna start the bidding at five dollars. Start the bidding at five dollars. Oh my goodness! Now you're five from Miles and Brian out of pack. Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Okay. No, Star Wars. I mean Star Trek. Star Trek. You get me all mixed up, man. Some kind of crap like that, right? Okay. Next. Next, we've got a TNA. Figure in the pack. Uh, okay. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, Genesis Series One, and I'm starting starting that at fifteen dollars. Miles going to spend all his uh, all his uh, inheritance tonight. <laughs> Do I hear fifteen dollars? Going once. Do I? Do I, Malcolm? If it was an eight by ten, I'd get it flat net. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna leave that. We're gonna uh, put that one over to the side. And <laughs> let, let's see see what we got here next. We got a uh, Undertaker. I like the Mexican music. I love it. Who's playing? We got an Undertaker <laughs> out of the pack. Uh, he's sticking I his tongue a... out. 
And we're going to start at $5 for Undertaker. <laughs> out of the fat, was sticking his tongue out. So, who? Uh, $5 going once. For who? $5 going twice. <laughs> and we have no we have no, no Taker's Undertaker. All right, next we got... <laughs> we got AWA. <laughs> we got AWA. The Iron uh, Brothers out of the pack. The Iron Iron Brothers. Uh, Owen, Scott and Steve Irwin. Irwin. Oh, you said Irwin. Yeah. Irwin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Irwin. Oh, Irwin Brothers. Irwin. We got the Irwin. I can't even call. The Irwin Brothers out of the pack. We're going to start the bidding at $25. Yeah, I hear $25 for the they Irwin Brothers. They didn't even get paid that when they wrestled. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, twenty-five going once. Hey brother, with, hey brother, where's my paycheck at? Going twice. Okay, the Aaron brothers are out of there. How many more items we got to go, Brian? We have. We got Come on, three man. more items thrown, and that's it. Uh, three more. Okay, let's, let's roll with it now. Okay, next <laughs> item up is a loose. Loose figure, out of the pack. I'm saying loose because it is kind of loose. All right. But it's out of the pack. It's Templeton Peck (laughs) of the A-Team. Face. Uh, I'm going to start the bidding. Get $20 out of the pack for Face from the A-Team. $20 going once. (laughs) Nah. Move on. $20 going twice. (laughs) Okay. Okay, next we've got... Rick, the model Martell, AWA figure, with uh, no uh, no coat, and I'm going to start the... Do, do what now, Malcolm? Does he have the championship belt? They no, it's just, champion, it's just Rick Martell, AWA. There's no belt. There's no robe. <sighs> just Martell. So, wow. Right. Okay, now, <laughs> the last... The last uh, item up for auction. The last. Which I, which I think. How? Yeah, How the last. Yes. Um, okay. The last is. Oh, my goodness. The, uh, okay. Come on, man. Okay. The, the last item uh, up is. Uh, is uh let's see, we got a we got a little W C W Hot Wheel car, uh out of the pack, uh Booker yeah. T W C W Hot Wheel car. He might give some love for the Strohs, good buddy Booker T, five time world you, champion. And we're gonna start we're gonna start the bidding at five dollars for Booker I'll T out it. of the pack. I'll You'll take, take it. okay, Malcolm. Okay, second sold and this is over. And Malcolm is the big winner, and he's gonna be, and he's gonna be hungry for the next week. (laughs) (laughs) You got me, you got me for hundred five dollars. Yeah, yeah, we know he robbed you for hundred five (laughs) dollars. Oh man. That's my number now. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. This, this is the work. You're welcome. Right. Right. 
<laughs> oh man, that that was tremendous. Oh, that was something. Oh man, that was something else. Uh, that was probably right. the first on the show, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. That was at first. Yes, no doubt. Oh, definitely. We're still recovering. We need to hear from. We need to hear from Chaz. <laughs> Chaz is the man. Yeah, I'm still trying to. I don't know. It's all good. I figured Malcolm was going for 1500, but I was wrong. Well, Well, you know what? Start the honors. I'll let you start the honors for old school matches. Throw one on us, brother. Save us. No problem. I do want to make one comment. Yeah. Uh, Do a Facebook Live with your items so that way we can see it. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to actually do. <laughs> I was going to show them, right. but... Uh, Let Chaz be... Yeah, okay. You guys All right, I'm in. Hey, uh, uh, Malcolm. Really? You want to see the heel part of me? Because I can come out. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'll go heel on you. Don't start. Mm. <laughs> One thing I did want to say to my to my friend Steve. Damn you for yeah. turning me into an AEW mark. I can't get enough of that stuff now. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Thanks for joining us. Wonderful, <laughs> <All right>. yes. <laughs> so for old, Yay. old school match for tonight, I am going to go back to a match that I saw yesterday for the first time. And it was out in Japan. <laughs> In 76, and it was Mil Mascaras versus the Destroyer. Oh, and yeah! Nice. 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 Not only was it a great technical match, but neither one sold for the other, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Right? Uh, no, I'll you are. Check I'll that out. I'll give you a Check. separate match just because. We want to pay homage to her since she's passed on. And um, we're going to give you a match between Becky the Farmer's daughter or Sally the Farmer's daughter, Becky Mullen, uh, versus Palestina from Glow back in 85. Uh, Becky, unfortunately, passed this week due to cancer. Oh, and, no. Uh, God bless you. Mm. God bless you. That's yeah. sucks. Sorry. That yeah. sucks. No. Well, well, my, great pick. My all right, let's keep it rolling. Who's next in the old school match? Great start. Thank you, Chaz. Thank you, brother. I'll do one, Puppet Stroke. I want Woody Farmer and his son, Hawkeye Shane Cody, at Big Time Wrestling, against Pat Patterson, Rocky Johnson, and Drew McIntyre. Okay, this, this is old school match. Wait, that, this, this is not, not dream match. This is old school match, yeah. not dream. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not in the dream. Yet, so. we're, not dream. we're not dreaming yet, Malcolm. <laughs> So, <laughs> we're doing Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. <laughs> if Malcolm wake up and goes, I lost 105 bucks. <laughs> okay, uh, okay let's, let's keep it going. Old school matches, man. Who, who, who's next? I got one. I got one. I got one. All right. I actually watched a tidbit of it today. I was surfing. And I come across 1980 Georgia Championship Wrestling. The big cat, Ernie Ladd, was mm. wrestling uh, Chief J. Strongbow in 1980 on Georgia Championship Wrestling. And it got a little out of hand, and Gordon Soley got a little excited. 
<laughs> oh wow! Pretty good. It was a good match. It was a good match. Awesome. Oh, that's great. What a great pick. <laughs> I've got two now, Papa Stress. Oh, um, okay. I just got the video. I just got the video from the UPS store today. You go, you go behind the two mouth, and we're gonna chair shot you. There's both from SummerSlam '89. Brutus the okay. Barber Beefcake and Hulk Hogan against Zeus the Human Wrecking Machine and the Macho Man, yeah, with Scary Gary and Elizabeth, yeah. And then the right. second one is um, Ravishing Rick Rude defending his Intercontinental title against the Ultimate Warrior uh, and Rowdy Ooh. Roddy Piper coming down after Rude swiveled his hip. And then he gave, and then uh, the Warrior gave the off the turnbuckle, he gave the uh, ravishing one a German suplex backwards and lost his intercontinental title. And Mean Gene's interviewing Roddy Piper, and he goes, I can get rude too, young fella. Bottoms up. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Great pick. Good pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great pick. Oh, man. We're really loving it tonight. Let's keep going, guys. Who's next? You need old school yeah, match. I got an old school match. Oh, right. Yeah, I got um, Since the news of the recent passing of uh, Mark Rollbar Rocco, I wanted to go back and watch one of his best matches. And this is a match that I heard uh, Drew Gulak uh, mention on the Edge and Christian podcast. And William Regal actually tweeted a link about it on his Twitter. So I wanted to go back and uh, – uh, Rewatch this match with Retro. So I, I found uh, Mark Rocco versus Steve Gray from the World of Sport King of the Ring uh, knockout tournament from oh, 1978, wow. November 1978. And mm-hmm. uh, it was British British Rounds, uh, Mount the Rules. And uh, mm-hmm. Mark Rocco got the win with the uh, Power Driver pin and a submission. And he, so he got a pinfall and a submission win over uh, Steve Gray. And it was a really great technical matchup. Steve Gray got Rocco on a surfboard at one point, but the round ended uh, soon after. So uh, some really great technical wrestling from Mark Rocco and Steve Gray. And it's a uh, shame that we lost uh, Mark Rocco, who was also the original uh, Black Tiger from uh, mm-hmm. Japan. That's right. Uh, if you guys haven't, if, if you guys haven't uh, watched any of Rocco in action, uh, I suggest you check him out and uh, look him up. I mean, the guy was just an amazing athlete in the ring. Awesome pick, Steve. My, great, great stuff. My, oh, oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Brian. Oh, no, you go ahead. My old school, my old, my old school pick. Um, well, I always had a special place in my heart because growing up. Growing up as a kid, I remember one pay-per-view in particular. It was the night that Mr. T was referee and uh, Hogan and Flair was fighting in the cage for a career match. But Halloween on that – Halloween having 94. But on that card, the opening contest was the Honky Talk Man against Johnny B. Bad. And it was for the WCW the television title. And – uh, I thought that was a fantastic match. (laughs) It was. 
Elvis is Little Richard? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) The wild man. And you know, you know, uh, Mark, uh, speaking of Johnny Bad, Mark Merrow, when I I had him on and uh, interviewed him a few years ago, he was telling us that uh, Dusty Rhodes was the one that came up with him doing the Johnny B. Bad character because he said, he said, hey, you know what, uh, Johnny, he said, you look so much like Little Richard. He said, I want you to go out there in the ring and be Johnny B. Bad instead of Johnny B. Bad. I want you to be Johnny B. Bad and look like uh, Little Richard because he said, you look so much like him. And Johnny and Mark Merrill, I mean, he was down for it. He was down for it. He, he said, "He said, he, you know, he just loved it. Dusty was such a inspiration to him." So, you need Papa's drum. You mess no. <laughs> Did you know that Mark Marrow was the first uh, wrestler for WWE that got a, a guaranteed contract? I think guaranteed money contract. Oh, I never, I never, no, I never knew that. The reason was he had a you know, pretty interesting fact that Mick Foley shared. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for being your wife's chauffeur. Awesome. Right? <laughs> All right. Okay. And this is a segue into the Dream Match segment. And this is a part of the podcast, we folks. We played stars of yesteryear against stars of the day in a Dream Match situation. So if, if, if you have a, a Dream Match you'd like to uh, share, uh, as long as it's not a pay-per-view that'll last all night, go for it. <laughs> I got three dream matches. Oh, Jesus. But there ain't no eight-man tag and ten-man tag. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. The first match is New Jack the Gangster versus Goldberg. Okay. One at a time. Goldberg can stand. New Jack versus Goldberg. What do you think, guys? New Jack and Goldberg. I'm getting stabbed a lot. Goldberg's getting shanked. Goldberg's gonna bleed whether it's the door or New Jack. Well, there we go. Okay, what's the next okay. match, Brian? The next match on, is Sergeant Craig Pitbull Pittman and Pistol Pez Watley against Junkyard Dog and Will and Willie Mac. Where's Tank? I'll take the Junkyard Dog. dog. <laughs> yeah, where's yeah. Tank, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, next. Next, what's the last match? Come on. Okay, the next uh, match is Kamala, the Ugandan giant, as he faces an up and rising star of today, Adam Cole, baby. Kamala. Wow. Kamala and Adam Cole. Oh my God. Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be having lunch. Oh, All right. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. I have to go uh, next so I can get one out of the way. You, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's those three, uh, three uh, opener matches all in one. Thank you, Brian. After me just saying no, no pay-per-view uh, so I get, on the match. So I get the second match? Go ahead. The first show. three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay, I got it real quick. If it takes too long, I'm going to be saying like they are. Sounds bad, guys. Sounds bad. Go ahead. All right. I got <laughs> Go you right here. Uh, <laughs> Wahoo McDaniel versus Triple H. Nice. I'd like to That'd see that. I think that would be 
I think it'd be a lot stiff. A lot stiff. <laughs> what do you think, guys? Is it Wahoo McDaniel Triple H, right? I get a safe pick. I'm, I like I'm going to take Wahoo. I'm going to say I'll Wahoo McDaniel. I'm going draw. Triple H. Time limit draw. A time limit draw. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Broadway. Broadway, yes. <laughs> Okay. There you go. <laughs> Indian death okay. finish. Wow, submission finish. Wow. Okay. Good good pick. Thank right. you, Velvet. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll go for yeah. it. Good pick, I'll, I'll do one, Papastro. I already did one. Go ahead. Woody Farmer, uh, Hawkeye Shane Cody, Pat Patterson, Rocky Johnson, Drew McIntyre, and and the Dolph Ziggler. Holy cow, Malcolm. Malcolm, slow down, please. Who was in that match again? Is that an 80-man battle royal? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> How about wow. Marnie Janae versus Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 my second match. I went definitely What was your first yes, match? Uh, let's My forget about the first match. Stop. Go on the second match. No, stop. Okay. Becky yeah. Mullen, uh, the glow girl, Sally the farmer's daughter against Alexa Bliss in a scientific match. Wow. What do you think, guys? Neither one of them are scientific. Uh. I think there's nothing <laughs> scientific about it. Got it Neither right. Neither one of them Nailed is scientific. Is what he said. Neither one of them is scientific. <laughs> well, they got a three move set between the two of them. Oh man! Now, much. Didn't didn't uh, Sally the Farmer's daughter? Didn't she just pass away the other day? Yeah. 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 I was thinking. I read that. I used to get emails from her all the time. Oh wow! Okay, okay, next match. Next match. Okay. Next, next match. Who's <laughs> next? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Go for it. I'd like to see uh, since Brody Lee was facing uh, Adam Page, I kind of would like to see Brody Lee versus uh, Exalted One Brody Lee versus the Widowmaker Barry Windham. Nice. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Wow. Yes, that would yeah. Solid. Solid. That would be solid. And I'd have to take Barry Windham on that. I'm sorry. I'm taking Barry. The Horseman. Barry. The yeah, master. I gotta go Barry. I take Brody Lee. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Brody Lee, even though Barry's great. But uh, and then my second match is Drew Gulak versus Mark Rollerball Rocco. Nice, Ooh, nice. Uh, Drew Gulak. Yeah, it's hard to pick that one. It really is. Can't go Mark Rocco. Really. Yeah. Yeah, Rocco. Rocco's, Rocco's amazing, man. Drew Gulak going once. What? No oh, good lord. Are you gonna buy that too, buddy? <laughs> Congrats, Malcolm. Apparently you're like apparently the, uh, still got the money left. Everyone's gonna <laughs> buy Malcolm right. Oh, champion, champion oh I've got a kid, baby. Hey, Malcolm, Brian, Malcolm it's over. is the Austin yeah. champion. Malcolm is the Austin it's champion on WWE. Congrats. You you're the man. Okay, who's next? Anybody anybody has a dream match? I guess so. Yeah, that's what I said, Malcolm. Who's next? Okay, okay. <laughs> Thanks for the echo. Uh, I guess 
I guess I am. Here's one. I'm going to go with MJF versus Rock Mr. Wonderful. MJF and uh, Paul Orndorff? Nope. MJF and Rock Mr. Wonderful Riddle. From Riddle. Way back Ooh, Rock, Rock Riddle, yeah. I'll take Rock Riddle. Yeah. I'll take Rock Riddle. He's my bud, man. That would be I'll good. I'll tell you what. That would be, that would be way, good. The way this kid, MJF, generates heat reminds me a whole lot of the way Rock used to generate heat back in the day. Yeah, right? Rock is great. Yes. Can you imagine the promos with MJF and Rock Riddle? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, actually, if we can get MJF, if we can get MJF to the Cauliflower Alley Club reunion next year, that might happen. Oh, oh, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't, it, wouldn't that be great? That would be crazy. Yeah, like It'd it. be awesome. Yeah, I get goosebumps when I'm standing to Rock Riddle. I would so. That'd be amazing. That'd be so amazing. I'll tell you what, managing against him in the battle royal, and sure you were in that battle royal, seeing the way mm-hmm. he moves at 80 years old is just mind-blowing. Oh, sure is. It sure, it, it's amazing. <laughs> He's an amazing guy. Hey, you know what? Awesome. Papa Snow don't have a car with Raiders on it in Las Vegas in a parking lot because people zoom right around you. <laughs> okay, thanks for the tip, Malcolm. I appreciate it. I remember that. Yeah, I write it down in my book. They suck. That should suck, and your car sucks too. How else we talking about? Listen, listen. If you're pulled over on the side of the road and your hood's up, and you need to jump. Uh, uh, your battery dead. And you need to jump. Ain't nobody gonna stop with that Ranger stuff on it. <laughs> I'm getting a new nobody. car. Nobody. It's plug time, guys. Plug whatever you All want. Right. Go for it. Whoever's first. Uh, I got, I'll, I'll go first. I'll be really quickly. I have no plugs, but I do have, I do oh, have two, two pieces of news. Uh, I just read that oh, Brian man. Pillman Jr. is looking to be actively released from MLW from his contract, so maybe he'll go over to AEW and be there since he's been on dark. And also, never I read that Sammy. Gav- also, I read that Sammy Guevara is in trouble from AEW Dynamite for using the wrong chair on Matt Hardy and caused him to bleed. Oh wow! Well. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. So know that's all. Sorry, Matt. On my desk. To me, I think he, I think he gigged too deep. That's all I think. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the auction Facebook live thing, I will do it on the WCW group, uh, and I'll probably probably do that sometime tomorrow, so be looking out for that on the WCW retro group. Congratulations again to Malcolm for winning the prizes. Yes, congratulations, Malcolm. And I'll get with you after the show on the payment method. Yeah, you got it, Right. <laughs> and I'll give you some more guest stars from General Hospital on your show. Guaranteed. Just I hadn't even had a star in March. I, since March, back, so don't feel bad. This, just don't use the wrong chair like Sammy Kavara did with uh, Matt Hardy, Malcolm, if you're listening. Yeah, right. Did I say March? Right. I, meant, uh, I meant June. I'm sorry. I hadn't had no the wrong chair. show since June. So. The wrong chair. Oh, I, thought, 
That's what Matt Hardy can <laughs> yeah, answer. So like, <laughs> I've never heard of the wrong chair gimmick, have you? No, I no. haven't. But that. <laughs> yeah, he should have used that nerf chair. <laughs> the nerf <laughs> chair. <laughs> <laughs> the bing bag. Oh, you should use the bing bag instead. Right, the bean bag. It would have been nice and soft. <laughs> you know the bouncy balls. You know when you're a kid, you're bouncing those balls. The bouncy balls you jump up and down on. You should have used that instead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I got to figure I don't know. Got the best show. Absolutely. Uh, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Time to start selling blood. Right. Let's keep you what. Let's keep Thank you, Malcolm. Okay, right. let's, 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 oh, plug. Keep these plugs going. Uh, Great, thank you, thank you, Brian, for the plug. All right, I'm gonna. I'm Are you gonna go next. You can go, right. Chess. I'm gonna. Yep, I'm gonna go next. And my my plugs are basically this. Let's uh let's pay our respects to those who have passed. So you got Rollerball Rackle, you've got uh, Cat Larue, you've got Becky Mullen, Sally the Farmer's daughter, and as recently as yesterday. There was a gentleman that passed who was a, an indie legend that teamed with Larry Sweeney, uh, Mitch Ryder. And so let's keep him in our memories. Oh, man. And, I like yep, Mitch absolutely, yeah. So that's my really. plug for tonight. I'll tell you guys a very short story about chair shots. I was working a show many years ago, and there was a vendor there that was selling, um, you know how they have, like, uh, blow-up pool toys? Well, he was selling mm-hmm. blow-up folding chairs. For, wow. to, you know, sort of hit each other with chairs and not hurt each other. Well, one of the boys during a match went down and grabbed one of his samples, brought it back in the ring with it, and just let, wasted his opponent. I mean, you heard this thing explode because he popped the balloon. And the only thing they looked, they both, they both looked at each, they both, they both looked at each other, looked at the referee, and said, "This damn thing doesn't work." <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> So I don't have a plug, but I'd like to say something about the time I met Jake the Snake Roberts in July of 2009. The day I was before I was going down to Southern California for the Hollywood show, and the big time wrestling people tell me he's going to be at this like sports bar, and 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 Jake um, was going to appear there. It's this freak show with Sin Kazarni, whatever his name is, from the WWF. Or Great They were doing this freak show that night in San Francisco. It was just down the road from Pat Bell Park. And yeah. I was doing my session on Hulk Hogan for some of the BTW fans that go to the events all the time. And Jake is standing right behind me when I'm turning around. And he's laughing his ass off. And he signed everything for me. Took pictures with me. Jake is, I mean, I, I consider Jake to be my friend. Jake, if you hear this, if you want to go to a Raider game with me here in Las Vegas, can I, I know you like the Raiders. You, you had a T-shirt with the Raiders on it you wore one time when I met you. Oh, yeah. Sell the ticket. Jake is going to that ticket. Jake, if you're listening, you heard it from Malcolm first. Jake, if you're listening, scout that ticket, brother. And if the Steelers beat the Raiders, I will give it to them. Because they're not so close. Okay. Oh, uh, any right. more plugs, guys? 
check out uh, check out Gang Girls Wrestling Asylum page on Facebook. There's uh, almost daily Facebook live streams. They're pretty fun to watch. And then uh, New Japan got a uh, new sh- uh, event coming up. Uh, I think it's going to be a weekly Friday show. And, uh, it's going to start August 7th. Uh, so tomorrow at uh, 10, I believe 10 p.m. Eastern. And uh, Kevin Kelly and uh, uh, Alex Kozla from the Hooligans is going to be doing commentary for that. So I definitely recommend nice. checking that out on uh, njpwworld.com, njpw1972.com for news. So those are my plugs for the week. Fantastic. Those are good things. Awesome. Any more? Any more plugs, guys? Uh, I got. I got one more quick plug. I want to throw in there. Uh, tomorrow, when everybody's watching WCW Retro Group on the the auction on uh, Facebook Live, I will also be selling some brand new NFL football hats for anybody that is interested in the NFL. I'll be selling uh, several different teams in the NFL mm-hmm. brand new caps. So. Uh, Check that out as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll let everybody know right. what time tomorrow I'll post on Facebook. Tremendous. All right. I have a plug. All right. I want to plug Malcolm's mouth with a gag ball. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you, Velvet. You're welcome, buddy. Wow. Listen. When Velvet gets off this podcast, honey, he's going right back in the closet. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? You may not believe this, Velvet. I've got a true story mm. for you to tell you real quick. As soon as you said I've got a plug and I want to plug Malcolm's mouth with a gas ball, my dog Gag Little Man ball. looked at me and winked at me. <laughs> oh, you're getting it tonight, baby. Uh, here we go. <laughs> One eye open, brother. Uh, <laughs> off the rails now. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. As these people are in control of this one. I can't help it. He sure did. Oh, too bad Dr. That. John couldn't stay for the whole thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm already. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Worldwide. Oh, yeah. Sam Punk or Austin? Are you trying to tell us to get off the phone? We can do time. that now. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dorothy was messing with the soundboard. Forgive me. All right. Worldwide, <laughs> Goodness gracious. So, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to uh, thank you guys for um, calling in tonight. It's always a pleasure having you guys on. Yeah, Thank man. you, Dr. John Stanley, for being our guest. Thank you to Brian Vaughn for that riveting auction earlier. <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> and, uh, thank, you, thank you for all the hey, Everybody be so safe. Cool. This is the biggest thing is everybody be safe. Take care of your own personal self, and uh, I love all of y'all, man. Yes, just stay, yeah. stay healthy. Yeah, um, and be sure to catch it. Be sure to catch the archives of tonight's show on um, DOCNation.com. Just look for WCW Retro and today's date. And uh, be sure to be good to yourselves and each other. Absolutely. And um, let's see. 
What can we end the closing with? Birthday present for you, Papa Stroh. Yeah. Close, close, <laughs> close with the little velvet. Kicked it out from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew you could have that. You have to close with uh, MJF's speech from last week. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, we'd be here all night, Brian. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You're right about that. But it would go off the air and it would be on to the next show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, let's see if I can find something all really right. cool for you guys. All right. This, yeah. I think I, I thought I had it Come here earlier. Uh, I'm going through my Rolodex of music here. I feel like a DJ at this point. All yeah, right. man. We're almost there, Bubba. That's <laughs> not I can't. I sound like Iron Sheik now. Okay, Bubba. Sheiky baby, Bubba. <laughs> you come to the call yeah. with me. We get high. Oh man, team with Iron Sheik was so much fun. Oh my God, he was such a blast. He didn't give a crap about nothing. <laughs> no, he he was great. It's a long finish. Uh, I mean, he was great, but he didn't give a crap about anything. He he cut you out in heartbeat. <laughs> when he asked me to buy him a 12-pack of beer and Nikolai Volka off a, a box of grapes at Ralph's supermarket, and he signed and took <laughs> pictures of balls. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he did. Right. <laughs> that that reminds me, uh, Scott Steiner's Shawnee's recently closed down. Last week, that closed down because of the pandemic. They're doing a sports well. bar, he said. Yeah, he said he'll open yeah. up a sports bar, I think. Yeah. Hey, he can revive uh, the Nitro Grill if he wanted to from Vegas. That'd be great. <laughs> the Nitro Grill? Yeah. yeah. I had a birthday party there once. It was really cool. Oh, yeah, I bet it was. Yeah, it was a good I'm time. Uh, Jimmy Borat right. was there. Yeah, I think I, let's go some Harlem Heat. How about that? Is that cool? Did you just say yeah. you met Stay yeah. Kiss and Medasia? Well, I was the car tonight. Can you dig it, That's sucker? Good. That, that, thank, thank you, guys. You guys take care, man. God bless. Stay in touch, man. All right, man. God, God bless. bless. Yep. Good night. Dig it, dig it, sucker. Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Turn it. Yeah. Five times, five times, five times.